I would be okay if literally the way you had to launch the nuclear arsenal was you had to win enough rounds at skee ball to have five thousand tickets. Like that gives <laughs> you, you the time one. to think. <laughs> Thinking about nothing but sweet tickets. Though, Uh. so Corey, you're Uh. saying you're saying once we know we're in a nuclear situation, standoff, Mr. President, go to the skee ball machine. You start like if you wanted to fire, you start playing skee ball at that point. And there's a there's a surly teen at the (laughs) counter who'll who'll push the button, but he's not paying attention. He's texting (laughs) right now, and he's like, "Sorry, it's five thousand tickets." Okay. So I can figure out what the question is. Um, do it. Giddy all up. right, so here's the, here's the deal. Someone offered me a product containing aloe vera the other day, and I visibly recoiled because I'm terrified of aloe vera. Um, and it, it stems back to, all right, when we were kids, we lived out in the country, and we could play with the neighbor kids, but we couldn't go in their house. So that mom could be in, like, her sewing room and watch us or whatever, make sure we weren't into mischief. So I'm in, like, kindergarten, and I'm playing at the neighbor kid's house, and I get stung. Uh, I step on a bee or something. And they take me into their house, which is already, I'm like, well, I'm dead. Like, this is, I don't know how many sins this Mm -hmm. is, but it's, like, at least, it's at least two. Mm -hmm. And they've got a split level. So, like, my my spatial dimensions are being warped. I'm like, how could that, how could that one? It's like M.C. Escher for the first time. Into their dark, weird little den where the mom rips off a some aloe vera, and smears it on my leg. And I could have swore that those weird tentacles were moving. So mm-hmm. in my mind, I was taking into a wizard's dungeon in another dimension, mm-hmm. and some crazy monster goo was put on me, and that's why my parents told me never to go in these people's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, later on, I'm like, okay, now I kind of get what's going on. But I was really scared. I was crying. I got stung by a bee. I understand that. If it's the neighbors I'm thinking of, then I also... Would be suspicious. I mean, not wizard dungeon, but some sort of uh, strangeness. Yeah, for sure. But okay, all right, all right. So, and so the like question... when your imagination like was filling in for reason because you didn't know anything better yet. You'd never seen like the information was so new. Your imagination just had to fill in. Hmm. For answers, can we go Ben Grant than me? Just because <laughs> this is go- no only because this is going to be the one point where I need to mute. Uh, by mic, and I don't want background noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> you, so you had texted a question that was, I mean, it was based on the same event, but based not where I guess event. my imagination took over, and I have like the a very strange account of what happened. I I would have needed a little time to try to drum those up. I. I also have those situations where I look back and go, you know, like at the time I completely misunderstood what was going on and now I get it. Um, Like none of the things I was using as logic existed. Monsters are extra dimensions and the neighbors probably weren't witches. No, they're weird, but yeah. Um, Yeah, I I, I got, I got nothing. Um, Well, to this day, probably grossed out by that stuff. I mean, is there something that happened that you're just like, oh, yeah, I never touched that shit, even though now I know better, slightly. I feel well, like if if you interpreted the question differently, like, you can still go with that okay. angle. Yep. So, hey, for, for the angle you're going on where, like, I was completely confused, it's almost uh, times, most relationships or sex things that, like, oh, well, clearly this is... This is what she wants. <laughs> yes, yes, this is what she wants. I mean, there were some really weird first sexual encounters where um, clearly I had watched porn movies and not understood. Like, um, it's like that's why she's looking at me like that. But okay. Um, but for the how I had originally took it, you said something that um, from the past that informs our decisions or our behavior today. Um, and uh, so once. When um, uh, we were home alone, we had a wood-burning stove in that old house, and I thought I would help, so I opened up the stove. I go over and grab a log from the log pile. I am in first grade, maybe, at this time, Um, and so I 
get the wood-burning stove open. I'd watch Dad light it every morning, all right? Help him out. You grab some newspaper, you put it in, you do the thing, he puts the stuff in, shuts it, and off we go. And it's like, oh, I'll help. I'll put a little more wood in. So I tried to get that log in there. Everything's super hot anyway. I can't get it in, so it's like, meh, back on the pile it goes. So then I close the wood-burning stove. Um, Fast forward to Mom telling us it's lunchtime, and the whole basement is full of smoke, but we don't notice because it's going slowly. It had, it had pretty much put itself out, but there was a bunch of smoke down there. Um, she tells us to go out and play. Uh, she calls across the street to Grandma's house. Maybe one of the uncles comes over. They kind of look around and deduce that everything's kosher. Um, so I'm sitting on the swing set, and Mom comes out, sits on the swing next to me. It's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, what do you think happened down there? And I'm like... What down where, you know? And she says, now look, I just want to know. So I promise you are not going to be in any trouble. Just, you know, tell me what happened. I tell her the story. Screaming and butt slapping. Furious butt slapping happens immediately. Um, The E-Honda hundred hand slap move on my butt. I didn't know, like, I right when I started talking, she started slamming the jab button down. And I got hundred hand slapped in my butt. And that informed me uh, immediately, do not tell. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and it's like, not just a, um, like, don't get in trouble, Ralphie kind of thing. It's um, people who have that kind of an angle, that look, cops do that, right? Like, well, hey, why don't you just go ahead and be a friend and just tell us a little thing? It's all lies to get their thing. Do not fucking trust somebody in authority who's trying to do that. And I'm not saying... What I learned is lie, 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 lie. <laughs> Sometimes life is better to just come clean and, and do what you're doing. In work today, it's not like I'm going to try to lie to pretend like I didn't screw something up. But when someone says that, I, I had learned it from that moment, like, no, do not trust them. So, hey, you, you might have to come clean. You might have to confess. But uh, they're not going to let you walk out of there uh Scott free if you were involved in the in the crime. I mean you're they're gonna they're gonna burn your ass too. So anyway. She was uh she was notorious for the and there's not gonna be any punishment if you just <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making yeah. pretending like you're eating ice cream? Are you trying to tell me there's gonna be ice cream if I if I wrap myself out? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I get that. Mm. Even to this day you know sometimes it might even be well, but that young experience. Yeah, sure. You, you probably, most people probably can sort that out in their lives, but that's the moment when it hit me of like, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> no, no, sir. So, yep. That's my answer. For that. So I can go next. Um, and, and I think this, uh, to Ben's point, this question can really be pretty wide open and interpreted a couple different ways. And when Corey first sent it out, it, it it was like almost what I was I was gonna try to ask something similar, but I think there's so many ways to go with like a moment in childhood that um affects you to this day, let's say. But I think the way that Corey asked it specifically, because it was a little bit different direction than I was going to ask, um which was an experience that informs your decisions to this day. So where I'll go with this answer is uh, the 8th grade class trip to Washington, D.C. We took a, you know, charter bus, or maybe there was a couple charter buses. And what do you guys, what do you think that is from from Ottawa to D.C.? Like, what, seven hours, six, seven hours? And... um, you're excited for this like big road trip, you know, you get on a big fancy bus and I, I don't exactly remember if there were instructions like bring your favorite snacks cause you've got a big road trip ahead of you. But it was like definitely planning like the, the kid, the eighth grader was excited about the snacks that we were able to bring. So, um, my snacks were a three gallon not a two, or no, sorry, not a gallon. Yeah. Sorry, a three liter. <laughs> okay, a, a three liter, not a two liter, but a three liter of Fago um, Red Pop. 
and several bags of, of uh, pepperoni combos. Ooh, okay. yeah. Good choice. Okay. So give yourself an eighth grader. <laughs> a three-gallon <laughs> jug of Fago. And multiple uh-huh. bags of pepperoni combos and a seven-hour bus ride uh, to Washington, D.C., um, How many minutes I, in was this all gone? <laughs> That's where I was going, Corey. I'm like, he didn't make it out of Ottawa. As he, as he, as he, as you can see. Were they still waiting for the teachers to get on the bus by the time you crinkled up a bag and just three points shouted into the trash? The sides, the sides of that three liter are caving in rhythmically and fra- frantically <laughs> like a sprinter's lungs. I will say, I don't think it made this. I don't think it made the state line, <laughs> but. Uh, and I won't go into great detail, but when we got to our hotel in D.C., needless to say, I was sick all over the place. All <laughs> over the place. In multiple locations, I'll just put it that way. Why? What happened? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But you, Corey and Ben, you both have daughters. Have them eat about four bags of combos, drink three liters of Fago, and shake them on a curvy bus ride for seven hours and see what happens. Um, so my ultimate take, aside from like it was that was an isolated bad experience, and, and I know again this is probably a very different direction than maybe the question was asked or maybe like other people might interpret like, it. But the way like, I interpreted it was like I cannot eat combos to this day. Hmm. I, I I see or or even you know you smell combos. People are you like, I, I just instantly like I will. It's not going to be a good situation. I can't eat combos, so I haven't eaten them since uh, what are we talking like twenty years or or more. I I just can't do combos um, based off this uh, experience. So that was based that off was, this excellent choice you made. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> it was not. Who knew? You can't survive only. On bags and bags of combos on a road trip, it was just don't eat combos. I guess <laughs> right. probably no, 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 no. It wasn't that I made a bad choice. That that totally no, right, for whatever right. <laughs> for whatever you reason, certainly overeat and make poor food choices and so on. But the lesson that you got informs my decision to this very day: never a combo, never for, a combo. For whatever those criminals reason, we don't know. We, we may never know why. I just can't eat combos to this day. I like in this story, and especially in my mind, you've got like a three liter of red pop that you're drinking like a baby calf, just spilling it everywhere. You just <laughs> lean back and try and like straighten out your neck for the least amount of resistance. But you're like, combos. I think the three liter has them. like a wider mouth, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> wide mouth. Hog body. <laughs> so I was chugging wide mouth soda. <laughs> it's got that hog body of red But pop. that's the thing. Here, here's what scientists don't know, and here's what they won't tell you. I can still drink Fago Red Pop. Doesn't bother me a bit. <laughs> Why the combos? They don't know and won't tell you. Why the combos? <laughs> Maybe it was okay. just pepperoni combos. servings of combos. If you could have picked, you're like, you know, all right, something made me sick. It was the pop of the combos. Do you, would you still go with this choice? Would you be like, ah, I could go after a combo. I encounter it way more often than Red Pop. <laughs> Are you saying that I, I I made a decision of like which I may encounter more frequently? Like in I'm my just saying, if you were given the choice, I think you made the correct choice. Uh, I think you made the wrong choice. Who cares about red pop? That's Who cares about combo? <laughs> I'm just saying they probably crop up more often. I you know what? It's I I I'll, neither have neither red pop nor combos come up a lot in my life. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong, <laughs> but I'm just saying when they do, uh, combos uh, make me sick at the thought that so there's my, my childhood impact. But I, I do think this question is going to come back up because it was very similar to what I was trying to ask, but it didn't actually... Let's do I, I couldn't, the next episode. Yeah, so I think we're going to have a lot of these types of stories. All right, Grant, what's your deal? Well, What'd you uh, puke on? <laughs> well, that's basically what I'm going to have to go with because I really couldn't uh, I can think of a lot of things where as a kid I did or thought something stupid but then I don't remember ever learning a lesson from those times <laughs> like it's I just uh, I don't know I, I don't I, uh, maybe I maybe I don't learn maybe I don't need to learn 
uh, <laughs> but uh, the just a story that I am reminded of by Matt's story, uh, basically the same thing. I was very sick one day, like staying home from school, and all day and all through the night, I watched a marathon of the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> and then from then on. Like, I have, like, this aversion reaction to it where, like, just thinking about the Dukes of Hazard makes me sick. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I could not watch the Dukes of Hazard anymore. That was the end of it. Because I was very, I was horribly ill watching it, and then now I I just associated it with that horrible illness. And I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch the Dukes of Hazard anymore. You're saying you can't enjoy, as a normal American human being, every time a car ramps old uh, Oak Creek Street Bridge that's out? Uh, well, it's... I, I could, every time he perhaps, sees it. Every it time would, he sees someone ramp it. It's just like... It's specifically like... Uh, like you see the crappy old 80s fuzzy TV footage of just random Georgia wilderness or whatever. And a car is like driving and then there's a cop car. That makes me sick. I don't know why. <laughs> I love it. A lot it's of people so- yeah. associate food with their illness. Like Matt associates uh-huh. those combos. Some people are like, "Oh, blackberry brandy," because you know they Ooh, get yeah, a yeah, yeah. taste yeah. the next day. Um, but <laughs> yours is the Dukes of Hazard TV show. <laughs> yeah, well, I have. There's, I have the same thing. Uh, it went about away. Not but, landing. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about Falcon Crest. Oh, yeah. um, uh, uh, this was this was not when I was a kid. This was sometime in college. This was my last year of college, actually. Uh, I got horrible food poisoning from something, and I think it was uh, this specific brand of uh, chicken noodle soup. At least that was the last thing I ate before I felt like I was actually going to die. Uh, <laughs> like I just laying there on my bed, just like shivering and just thinking like i i don't have the the energy to reach over and like text ben say hey take me to the hospital please because i can't move <laughs> I, I can't even do that i'm just laying there like well this is it <laughs> see ya uh but <laughs> then was super well, then i experienced a level of fecal urgency, which <laughs> which was heretofore unimaginable. You think you saw me drinking? Uh, you I, I saw that was happening, and I decided to keep going. Uh, so, uh, all sorts of uh, you know any uh, any pain or, or misery that I was experiencing was completely overwhelmed uh, by the protestations of my buttocks. <laughs> and I had to uh, run to the bathroom. And I swear to you, as we have all had, I'm sure, our uh, bouts with, uh, with uh, intestinal distress. You know, there, sometimes it's, uh, it's more, more liquid, liquid than solid. But this was absolute pure. <laughs> this is a plasma. Liquid. There wasn't even like a fiber of anything floating around. It was just liquid, right. superheated ionic ass. gas. Yes, yes. <laughs> Diarrheal furor. It was a new. It was a new state of matter. It was. A, it, was it was a fifth state. I, I transcended. It was enough to make the dead uh, walk. You thought you were dying and saying your last goodbyes, and it made you run. That's some <laughs> diarrhea. Yes. Uh... So from that, for a while, I could not eat that same brand of soup because the thought of it was uh, nauseating. <laughs> That's no longer the case, though. In fact, a can of that soup is in my pantry right now, and I could go eat it if I wanted to. Ah, it's all about so, forgiveness. So, and last weekend in the General Lee, he jumped the Olin Tangy, even though the bridge I don't, was out. So. I do not forgive uh, Bo and Luke, but I do forgive... Uh, <laughs> Whatever yeah. that soup is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the lessons we never learned. Yes. yes. Speaking of uh, of uh, of bathroom uh, stories, just a quick thing. Which was right Corey's before, question? Uh, yes, it was about uh, name. What's your best shitting story? <laughs> uh, spin me your best shitting yarn. Uh, uh, I was I was reading. Uh, Pull up a stool. <laughs> yes. What's your stool? 
<laughs> Give me a best stool. Spin me your uh, best Plop them down. Yard. Uh, I was reading uh, Don Quixote before we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Excellent uh, transition. One of the, one of the characters. Uh, well, it's it's just a very quick thing. Uh, just one of the characters mentioned uh, going number one or number two, which I thought was interesting. That that goes back uh, at least four hundred years. Uh huh. So that's that, anyways. That's it. I just thought that was interesting. Where did he shit? God, I thought a windmill was going to be involved. Uh, well, actually, the this is not a joke. Uh, the chapter left off at a cliffhanger, and we are going to find out where Don Quixote is going to shit. Next because episode. right now he's in a cage. And he's like, uh, just so you know, I kind of have to go, and we're going to have to... S- and they're not going to let him out. I am sure of that. God, we are so, so good we'll at see. podcasting, guys. We have we'll a cliffhanger see. next episode. Tune in next mm-hmm. time to see where this guy <laughs> in Don Quixote takes his mm-hmm. shit. Don Quixote himself. What are you going to do, read it? No, you're not. You want us to finish this uh, for you. <laughs> so that's... Uh, those are... It's not my my top shit in yarns, but those are it's a selection of the best. Well, keep <laughs> curated selection. Keep 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 the rest. Uh, hold a couple back, Grant, because you got to assume yeah, that like right. This pinch is it episode. off is what you're saying. Pinch <laughs> off my storytelling. Right, like we're even though that wasn't Corey's question at all, we have to no. assume pretty much every question is going to get to our best shit in yarns. Oh, no. I know we have a lot, but we just want to read it for you. How many times have you come out of a public bathroom missing a sock because you didn't have the equipment you needed going in? I am so tempted twice. to get into every shitting story now, but we should probably, uh, right. we should probably hold it back. Right. We should probably hold Stay it back. On it's more of a hundred episode kind of thing. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> Almost there. Uh-huh. Corey, you shut the lights off in the bathroom. Are you okay? Is everything all right? Oh wow! (laughs) God damn! There's so many parallels. (laughs) Blow this thing so we can go home. (laughs) Great shot, kid. What a wonderful smell you discovered. Let's well, uh, let's move on to the next question. Fertile territory. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, okay. Whew. Okay. Grant, what's your question? Uh, what was my question? Well, uh, I also had a very hard time thinking of a question. In addition to answers to questions. <laughs> uh, that. Uh, so you're so, a throw. Okay. My fallback was just going to be, "What'd you do this weekend?" Uh, but I thought I I had one. Can I just say oh, before you before, <laughs> before you uh, go on, just the, the the quality of the and the professionalism of what of what we're doing here. Uh, one is that we're all we're doing here is asking and answering questions, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> the thought of asking and answering was beyond. No, me. I tried to. Meanwhile, think. I tried. I just couldn't. While he's articulating how he doesn't isn't able to ask or answer a question, Ben just blows his nose as loud as possible into his microphone. <laughs> oh! Well, one, I muted on Audacity, and I still saw, like, it... So I've been going, like, oh, oh motherfucker, because I just saw a huge arc, and it's like, mm, that wasn't good. I was like, I felt free to just rip. <laughs> like, I didn't know. If you did. Yeah. <laughs> I had been kind of, I don't know, I'm doing work, my nose is dusty. Uh, so, anyway, so, okay. Yep. Just blowing right, your Grant. nose, just thinking about whatever uh, whatever comments you have about whatever race angered you today. <laughs> Figured, well, I'm, I'm safe now. <laughs> what race angered you today? Was that your question? The Finns. Let me tell you something about... Oh, no, I Grant, when I told you I get mad, I meant like Talladega or Daytona or Indianapolis. I didn't mean like <laughs> those races. No, I'm a NASCAR oh, fan. I get pissed off sometimes. Oh. It's them Dude, damn uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. the joke um, formula works there. Misdirection. Um I was going to okay, say so, the Japanese oh, I finally sandal wearing goldfish tenders. <laughs> 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 okay. 
<laughs> Sandal wearing If only boots. we'd listen to that boy instead of walling him up in the abandoned coca. <laughs> 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 what a great joke! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Um, I, I did finally. The question grants like by by ten minutes of time with jokes. <laughs> Honestly, like during it was when Ben started talking about Talladega was right about when I actually remembered what my question was. Mm, all right, uh, which was what was a time that someone played a prank on you? Mm. They bought of a joke. Uh, so I can tell my story. Um, so in fifth grade basketball, um, for some reason, uh, normally uh, each of the three different elementary schools has their own team. But I think it's because the guy who was the coach was the coach. It was because... That guy was the coach, so lots of people decided not to go out for basketball because everyone hated that guy because he was just a asshole. Mm. Uh, so we only had enough for one team among the three different schools. Uh, so we, and we also didn't really have like a home per se. So, uh, we had to play, uh, we didn't even, we had to practice in the crappy spus gym. Uh, which is not really a gym at all. <laughs> no. uh, but mostly we played like tournaments or something in, at other schools. But for whatever reason, there was a game against uh, St. Anthony that we had to, it was going to be at the public school gym, but for some reason there was some scheduling thing. And so we had to play an actual basketball game at the Spus gym. It's no a way. gym which may in be, the academic it sense. Be... It was round and had once been made of rubber. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a gym where... So, lengthwise, it is so short that the three-point lines intersect with the center circle. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus Christ. The yep. three-point lines also, uh, not, uh, not exactly NBA length, you know, as short as, uh, as they are, uh, still they intersect with the sidelines as well. Mm-hmm. And also, there are no sidelines because that's the wall. That's the wall. <laughs> like, those are the walls. It's walled in. Uh, there's nowhere to stand. Like, if you're, when you were inbounding, you just had to stand close to the wall, technically inbounds. Like, <laughs> this is a, uh, it, it was not meant for use. It may well be in like the hundred year history of that gym. It may be the first basketball game that was actually played there, or at least without a peach basket. <laughs> uh, so, uh, also, uh, there's no scoreboard either. So the refs are like keeping score, like just in their heads, I guess, or something. No, the, no uh, a couple parents volunteer to guess. do it. A couple parents yeah, volunteer right. to do it. And of course, not only are they keeping it, but you know, they have to inform the audience. So they just randomly keep shouting out the number. They just, I just keep up. saying 10, yes. and then he says and 22. Then he said 12, 12, yes, 12, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Hey, great game. What's uh, the guess? Well, I guess they've got three, and I'm pretty sure yeah, they've you, got five. And then you can bet on that. Just You can gamble it. <laughs> fifth grade. The over-under on the guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, being forced to play in this uh, adverse environment, uh, I I sucked. Let me, let's be very clear. I was not good at basketball at all, uh, and I rarely played. Um but I happened to be in at the end of the first half. And I remember I'm standing there and like the, there's a big, uh, long rebound. It comes to me and I'm, I'm like running on like a fast break, completely wide open, uh, space in front of me. Uh, and I hear people on the bench yelling five, four, oh my God. three, because there's no clock. There's there's no scoreboard, so there, I don't know how much time it is. I know there's close to the end of the half, but so I hear them counting it down, and so I chuck up a half court shot, it misses, <laughs> and I'm I'm just standing there, and everyone runs by me, gets the rebound, then they run back, and I'm just standing there in the middle looking around, like how is it not over? And everyone on the bench is just laughing their asses off. All my asshole friends just laughing it up, and you're like the team. Friends in heavy quotes. Let's. You got to be like, you know how bad I am. You know how yeah. infrequent I get a chance like this. And you motherfuckers, <laughs> I scored zero points that season. That could have been two. 
Could have been, been two. But probably, well, it could have been three if you made the one you had. If I made the shot. Yeah, there was another time when I had a wide open three, and it was like dead solid perf. I'm like, yes, and it falls short yeah, of the rim. <laughs> to, to, be fair, to be fair, you probably would have missed the wide open yeah. layup that you would have had otherwise. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at that, yeah, at that point, I don't even know if I could really hit a layup, but man, yeah. what a bunch of dickhole friends. Yeah. Yeah. What a, yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Cause um, I got mine. Ben's involved. I have, yeah. Oh. I'll go with, uh, two quick hitters that just, as soon as you said pranked, like, you know, they just pop right in my mind and I don't, they're not necessarily that funny. Per se, it's just like I think the takeaway is a, is, a, is something that I've come back to um, now and then. I'm thinking about like I don't think any prank is funny. Well, if if it, not if it's you're the victim, you. no. <laughs> then it's awful. But if you're the no, one doing it, involved. no. These poor motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> so they're 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 very. I think they're kind of similar, and I guess in the takeaway. Well, I won't start with the takeaway. So the first one, freshman year of uh, wrestling. I don't, it wasn't, um, we've done like a, what's it called? A lock-in. You know, you do like a lock-in mm-hmm. and we have a big late night. I don't think it was that. I just think it was like late in the wrestling season. It was like time to show these dumbass freshmen who, uh, you know, that they're freshmen, right? And freshmen. so it, it was <laughs> stupid freshmen. So it was like hazing day. <clears throat> but oh, at that God, point, so back. it was like somewhat late in the season like I said, and at least internally, at least amongst our team, I was pretty good. I could beat probably all but a couple people. And so I had gotten this internal reputation to myself, like, I'm pretty fucking cool and I'm a big motherfucking badass. And so when they start... um hazing people which was like let's tape somebody to the wall for example <laughs> it was like yeah let's tape yeah, these let's dumb fucking freshmen to the wall <laughs> and I was all a fucking about it uh-huh. and then suddenly the tables turn and they grab me and all they did <clears throat> they gave me a swirly oh. which uh, you know isn't the end of the world but it's a swirly nonetheless but it just fucking blew my mind. Like, what? Yeah. I, I, I thought I was. I thought I was on your side. I thought I was one of you guys. I thought I was cool. Whatever. <laughs> and I was just like so dumbfounded for so. No, I still refuse to believe that I was ever a freshman, Grant. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is why it still blows my mind to this day. Like, why did you do that? I wasn't a freshman. <laughs> but I went from eighth to tenth grade. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I remember at the time just oh, like good being like, what the fuck? And then the the second one that um, I think in a similar similar vein was actually senior year. So I went, I only did even years. I went 8, 10, 12, <laughs> <laughs> as you know. You, you, went, you went, you were a sophomore just to establish yourself and then three yep. years senior. Yes, three years senior. <laughs> so uh, my third senior year. Like, uh, <laughs> during lunch, you would eat lunch and then you had a lot of free time before the next period and everyone would hang out in the gym. And for I, I, probably about two years, we made the game four square a huge fucking deal. So in the middle of the basketball court, um, we had like taped off basically, here's, here's our four square court. And it's the fucking game where you have a kickball and you just bounce it into another square and like like high schoolers will do, you make it into this big fucking thing, and you make jokes about it, and you make t-shirts about it, and it just kind of like escalates into like mm-hmm. um, a, a big fucking important deal, a big hairy deal. And so I was like part of the group that created it, and I was part of, I, you know, I was uh, a, a someone who had won the belt before, and like who had, you know, like I thought like, this is my thing. <laughs> and there's other people who can kind of like come into the circle or whatnot, but like this is this is kind of my fucking deal. So again, not a huge prank, <laughs> and I'm laughing at because like good on you, Chad Breastcutter. But I just remember <laughs> one day because like the whole of the lunch, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole of the lunch audience is watching, and uh, so in your high school mind, this is like the big fucking hairy deal. 
and I go to I go to serve, and breast cutter just pantses me straight down, <laughs> fucking short, like pants, underwear, everything down to the ankles, and this is so effective, which is hilarious. Like I get it, but I went, you know, I immediately grabbed, went right back up, but it just like shattered that world and that moment yeah. for at least a good yeah. little while of me going like, no, I. I'm fucking cool. I'm 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 the guy who does the I'm the one who does the cool things. Yeah. I'm the yeah. one who pantses. And then yeah. you just go, uh, nope, here's my here's my bare bottom, everybody. Everyone seen your bottom. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh and I think like on a on a bigger level, you could just have that takeaway of like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you you build yourself up too much sometimes and your expect and and especially in high school when you're you're kind of trying to navigate this like I'm cool, I'm not cool or whatever. Um it, it it's it's actually kind of good for me to look back and be like, eh, you probably need to knock down a peg or two and um so as harmless as they were, because granted they could have been much worse, like you know, they're pretty harmless, but it was probably pretty healthy for me each time to be uh to take a step a couple steps back and go like, Look sure. at his bum. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we seen this bomb. Yep. <laughs> so those are my pranks. Um, I'm glad that I, I didn't have to answer first because it took me a minute. Um, if I had time, I, I know people have gotten me good, and usually it's the same thing as like I'm trying to joke with other people. Um, and of course, because I'm so I'm a very fair asshole, and you know I only I never push it too far. And this is why it's also good that Corey's going next. Um, <laughs> so yeah I've had my comeuppances too but the story I was thinking about wasn't a comeuppance story it was just a good prank um, it's the same kind of thing of um, hazing when you're the new kid and so I, I worked at this factory it's loose because it was a job shop um, uh, when I got out of high school so the summer bef uh, before I went to college um, trying to make some money it was a violent and heavy, um, rough kind of a place, um, pretty dangerous. Um, so it's good that I stayed out all night before I went to work lots of times. And then I'd be like half falling asleep at a press break. And then it like, as it literally is punching holes through three inch uh, steel, or sorry, three quarter inch steel, boom, boom, boom. And my fingers are next to it. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, I learned how to sing the alphabet song backwards then, though. That's how bored I was, like, despite that these, like, death threats are all around me. But, one, I am one of the supervisor's nephews. That's how I got the job. And I'm a small guy, and there's a lot of, like, what are you doing here? So I tried to prove myself, like, I'm not uh, a chump. And you kind of know that you're getting accepted when you start getting pranked. That's one of the things. And so... To make this awful job better, they did a lot of this kind of hazing stuff. Not e not even to new kids. They were always trying to prank people. Um, if you leave your safety glasses down, Corey worked there later, um, they might put a smear of grease on the nose piece so that when you take them off later, you got a dumb look on your face. They might fill your gloves with a bunch of crap. Um, yeah, that kind of a thing. And so then that stuff happens. There were fun, cheeky ones, like um, you would try to take a piece of weld wire with like a, uh, like a snack bag on the end of it, and then you would... You would tail somebody. You would put it on the back of their belt loop or in their pocket, so then they'd walk around with a wagging tail behind them. <laughs> I can think of lots of fun pranks there, but a time that somebody really got me good, this is just as I'm getting accepted a little bit, okay? And this guy that I was working with, then he starts kind of joking with me, and I'm just on top of the world, like, hey! And he's saying, mm. like, uh, there was this guy, Wolfie. I don't know what <laughs> I, I don't know what his name is. Wolfie. Yeah. Wolfie was a welder. I was doing the press break stuff. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, you should tell Wolfie, you know about his mom. And so I'm like, yeah, good. I'm on the inside. They're helping. I, I'm going to joke about Wolfie. Mm -hmm. Hey Wolf, I heard you about your mom. And he was like, oh, fuck off. Okay. And then, uh, he's like, hey, tell him you heard his mom plays a mean piano. So I don't, why not? So I go, Wolf, I heard your mom plays a mean piano. He goes, hey, my mom ain't got no fucking hands. And he was dead serious. Holy and I, shit. Whoa, oh, God. I was like, Wolf, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know he did. He did. And he's just mean mugging me. Okay. And I turn around at the guy who did it and he's rolling on the floor laughing. He was literally doubled over and hugging his knees. And I look back at Wolf and then he's doing the same thing. Like, they got me. Uh, <laughs> I felt so bad. So bad because I'm 
like, ah, hey, I'm jumping right in. Look, I'm one of the guys. I'm going to get the other guy because I'm in the cool club now. No, no, no. That was a well-orchestrated double whammy maneuver. So, yes. It would, yes. It would yeah. seem like uh, in these last two scenarios, like, pranking is this uh, societal thing that we've built in to, like, make sure that uh, mm-hmm. one is able... to test for if you can handle it. They've gotten more sophisticated over time. Probably before it was the alpha male and people getting tired of, like, the alpha. So then they just, like, club him with a rock. It doesn't kill him. They go, that prank. And then you're like, because like, he's going to get up and, you know, tear your arms off or something. They're like, no, no, right. that prank. That only prank. You've been punked, bro. Yeah, prank needed to develop a sense of humor. So, I'm not challenging your authority. I'm just pranking you. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Good-natured it's pranking. just a prank. It was just pranking. Yeah. Something okay, like that. Um, as ben it's a good way to... It was a goof. Yeah. It's a goof. It was a goof. Yeah. Um, as Ben mentioned, we both worked at that, uh, that shop and yeah, there were tons of pranks. Um, Ben's involved in this one, but not in any type of evil capacity, only in the sense that he laughed as hard as I've ever seen him laugh, mm. uh, up to this point in our life. <clears throat> and, uh, he's got a whole, I, I'm waiting for him to put his beard down. Okay. Uh, cause he knows exactly what's happening. Uh, when we were serving mass together one time, um, there were, there were three of you working at, it. it was, uh, Ben and I and our cousin. And we rotated, like, there were three spots to, to serve, one, two, and three. And they each had different jobs. This guy holds the book, this guy hands out crackers, this guy just, you know, <laughs> carries around the, the, the cross. And you sat in different spots, so it's like, hey, the one, you got no jobs whatsoever. That's three. You just sit there, but you're all alone. You got nothing to do except kneel and just be there. Uh, one and two have all the work. Uh, That's the guy who holds the cross, based. right? Three this is, is just bringing, holder. like... Yeah, yeah, this now, is like totally coming back to me. In, like, wait, yep. bring the cross out. <laughs> that's it. Three was a sweet spot, but it was just mind numbing. Uh, that's where I tried to learn the alphabet backwards, but there was all that other praying. I kept every <laughs> time I get to W, I, I, I fall into a hail mary. Um, so, uh, so you, you're just mind numbing. And there's a couple points in the in the in the service where the priest holds up the biggest cracker, and you ring a bell to let everyone know. I found it. <laughs> yep, yep. Cracker time, because it wakes everyone in the audience up. It was like, ooh, the cracker magic. So it's like, <clears throat> he'd hold it up, and then sometimes you'd be like, oh, he's doing that thing. Someone should be ringing the bell. Oh, I should be ringing the bell. I should totally mm-hmm. be ringing the bell. And then, like, you ring down, like, maybe give it a half hearted jingle, like, ah, I caught it, just in time. Uh, Indiana Jones reaching under a, a closing door to jingle a bell. That was me most of the time. I'd be like, oh, something's missing. Oh, it's me. So I'm bad at it. I'm just zoned out. And one of these nights, our evil cousin was playing a prank on me. <laughs> just in the middle of nowhere, the priest kind of coughed to catch his breath or something, and he nudges me, ring the bells! And I, I ring him with a mighty fury. <laughs> and I look around, and not only is there no cracker happening, <laughs> but the priest is sitting down. He's not even, he's not even at the cracker station. Uh, he's not even, he doesn't even have his sandwich uh, artist badge on. He's not making sandwiches right now. He's, he's in the He's break replacing room. The, the Pepsi syrup. Yeah. <laughs> or the wine syrup. This was also like five minutes before bell ringing, so now I'm like gun shy, and I'm like, there's no way I'm ringing them the next time. So that yeah, one works that if you're worst. a Catholic, and if you're, if they did the same kinds of ritual, because not every church does the bell ringing when they do the, no. do this in memory of me. Yes. Not everybody yes. does that, but you can imagine that it's a solemn ritualistic thing. The Catholic Church is not like a fun. People don't catch the Holy Ghost and dance in the aisles and shit. So it's solemn. It's blah blah blah. There are a couple moments of bells, but otherwise a bell would be, let's say, very out of place. And then if someone is like waiting or talking, and some kid just starts dingling a bell really loud, it's a lot. It's, it's a huh? And you look over. And that was a pretty good move by Keith. I gotta say that he just goes bells, and he did it. <laughs> Where he thought of that, I don't know. I didn't think he had the creativity in him, but I'm always, I'm also a sucker. Yeah, so yeah, he got me massively good there. Well, um, yeah, that's the thing. It's not that. Um, it's not that like like you said, Ben. Catholic audiences don't have like a, the excitement. I think it's that. Hmm. Um, which we don't. They're, they definitely don't. <laughs> okay, I was like, well, I don't know. No, no, no. See where he goes with this. <laughs> but I, I think what that maybe that could be interpreted like the bells are the exciting part. And what I think it is is like 
everyone just knows the <laughs> to to basically the, the wave pattern of you know exactly every word that will be said and like we can all just drone everything out and as so long as it's completely normal until the end i hear a noise i make a noise he says a noise i make a noise then this noise she happens up, I should. no one no one knows or thinks anything beyond that but then when there's a noise out of the norm it's like whoa, whoa. you know so like i can imagine everyone's just doing their like normal humdrum humdrum bells like what the fuck was that because it was equally, again, I, you could them. be completely zoned out. I could be sitting there thinking about pole vaulting, which I usually was like in my mind in church, like thinking about pole vaulting and how I would Is that do that. A euphemism? But if no, uh, <laughs> what if the guy missed the bells? Same thing. Like you go, oh, there's supposed to be bells there. Yeah. So, but missing the bells wasn't as bad as like a completely no, yeah. random bell. That's that's pretty bad. An extra there's bell, like times. two minutes in. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's lots of times when you do something embarrassing and you think, oh, everyone's laughing at me, but really they're probably not. Like no, probably no one even noticed, uh-huh. but people notice that one. Absolutely, yeah, every, everyone, not every everyone single person. That one. They're probably still talking about it, Corey. <laughs> probably oh, still for sure. to this day. Mm-hmm. It's probably been like it's probably been immortalized oh, in glass. That, oh my god, that's what the they cross. meant. When I was a server, that's what they meant when they said, don't pull a Cory. Mm. Ah. I'm just not putting yep. it together. Yep. I think no, that, that's a different oh, thing. That ha- That's geez. a different thing. We'll get into that another day. Grant, Somebody's you watching the news, and they see like a, some fucking cop just run up and kick a little girl who's on her side. Like, she's tripping, running away from them. Or it's like Israeli police, you know, and the Palestinians are running away. A little girl falls down. The cop just, or the soldier just fucking kicks her in the side. And you're like, God, fucking disgusting. Hey, you remember when Corey rang the bells during the church? <laughs> Just as a, as a, like, uh, yeah, they don't know really the association, but it triggers the next memory. So, yeah. Like, honestly, if the priest could, like, take my, like, little time card off of one side of going to heaven and put it on, like, a little ring that said going to hell, everyone would have just nodded in approval. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I could have been, I could have been excommunicated right then and there. It's kind of funny the that... The sin of improper bell jubilation... I wonder okay. if they still do that. Yes. The bells? Yeah. Does any of us want to go to... Uh, I, bet they, they the do. I don't want to know that badly. Uh, Grant, I didn't know you were a server. I uh, Honestly, I, I thought like all of the things that me, Ben, and Corey did, you pretty... I mean, I even... I, I thought... No, like, that one uh, That one I did. Oh. Uh, and I, I forgot the bells so many goddamn fucking times. <laughs> I could not even begin... Almost every time I would forget the bells, and yeah, I was I was absolutely terrible at that. Do we assume like you go to um, one layer deeper of hell every time you forget the bells, or how does that work? <laughs> uh, I think it's like that's another swarm of bees inside your mind. <laughs> yeah, <I'm joking>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I speaking of? So I like how bees. God is like a so diva recreate. Okay, yeah, sorry, we don't. Yeah, well, well speaking of uh, of doing all the things that you do. Uh, ben mentioning that that's where he learned the alphabet backwards. Uh, I remember being in third grade and getting, because Ben would call from college and, uh, I, you know, you'd talk to him and it was so great. Oh, Ben's calling. This is the greatest. And uh, and to a lesser extent, Corey and then Matt when you guys. Yeah, you get over it. But mostly it was Ben. It was the big new exciting yeah. thing. Uh, uh, he was the great one. Uh but he called me, and I remember uh, him saying that he learned the alphabet backwards, and that was amazing to me. <laughs> and so uh, uh, at one point in third grade, I had to stay in from recess because I didn't do some homework. And so once I scribbled the homework down, I learned the alphabet song backwards. From the whole, mimic, like, with my the older piece, me with sing, you won't time next. Yeah, me with sing, you won't time next, CBS. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well. Here's Yeah. Actually, Grant... Now that, like, uh, I'm glad you brought up, like, Ben calling home from college. Like, I was, I do not remember that. Would that be a thing where Ben would, like, talk to, like, each of us? Like, hey, put Matt on the phone? Or what are you talking about? Well, yeah, I didn't request. Sometimes. I probably requested Grant. Um, <laughs> what? But, like, because it's a big de- This was long distance calling. And long you, distance. so I would have to tie up the phone in the dorm room, um, long, make a long distance call. Talk to mom and dad, and then they're like, hey, yeah, you know, and Ben's calling, and then probably it's like, well, like, hey, Grant, do you want to talk to Grant? And it's like, yeah, I want to talk to Grant. Put Grant on. And then it's like, Corey and Matt are... It's like, well, it's getting late, though. But no, also, probably you, you guys were doing stuff, and you're older, and 
Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I'm not saying we busy. didn't talk to Dear you. Dear Diary, just, sitting around waiting for Ben to call. It just I do remember talking to Corey, actually. Um, Matt, let's see, so if I was... Matt was probably out. You were a freshman, a but also you would maybe you were doing stuff, but there was a thing to Corey more of like, you, you'll see when you get out, it's better when you get yes. out. You're almost out. It's going to get better you know soon. What? There's, that, like, there's that moment where everyone's like, the, the, the freshman that moves to college is like, they come home at like Thanksgiving, they're like, yeah, let me tell you some things about weed and the economy. Like, <laughs> but Ben's was just like, Ben's was just like, wait until you see the end of this movie. <laughs> like, I don't want to spoil it for you. But you're going like, to on my signal, we run. Pill. <laughs> well, the end of the movie still sucks, but then you get to leave the theater. Yeah, yeah. No, I no, don't. I remember, I, I remember the hints. I, I'm, I'm assuming I also perhaps, perhaps maybe not, but like you know, talk to you. I just don't really remember that as like a thing mm-hmm. of like, oh, Ben's calling. But I definitely remember it being like a. It, it's so funny now to think in like a much broader perspective, but it was such a huge deal that Ben went to Columbus. And I remember driving down hmm. with you to drop you off that orientation day, and we just sat yeah. in like a long ass, like four hour, oh like God. line of cars and all Torture. that. But it was like Ben, yeah, Ben was on another planet. Basically, is the way that we viewed it at the time. And now it's like, the fuck were we thinking? It this Columbus, Back Columbus like, to Ottawa, yeah, it's like two hours away. I don't know why that, that two was, hour drive is nothing, but especially for a kid, like everything time wise is so stretched out. Yeah, like mm. it was it was the Oregon Trail that yes. was packing up. <laughs> yeah, and I would I would like bring like a bunch of like games to amuse myself, like the the Etch a Sketch animator or whatever, <laughs> and I I would do that until I could not do it anymore, and then I would take a nap, <laughs> and then I would do something else, and take another nap. And by and that we're, like, time we're there. in line, yeah, we're, like, we're halfway there. Yeah, <laughs> it was so long, and then we sat in that car for like four freaking hours in that parking lot. Yeah, oh, that sucked. God. Apparently, it's way better now. They have it figured out in a better way like you have a worry just move in early yeah there's all kinds of better stuff but either way i i was just it was my fucking parole day that bus could have done all kinds of shit they could have someone could have shit the car i would have just been like yeah fine fine because you guys are going back in it i'm getting out it was a bad situation at home for me at that time so oh my god it's better now but at the time it was sucking yeah, baby. <clears throat> well, that's well, a shitting story for that's the, a shitting yarn for another day. Yes, yep. indeed, indeed. Should hey, we, so, uh, should that wrap up our episode? Yeah, I think that then that's a good place to stop. So, yep. yep. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya, suckers. Later. I'm gonna go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs>